When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Producer Don McLean hanging with us for Hello. the next hour. Hey, D. Hey, hey Don. Pretty toasty out there, gang. Great day to get outside, do a little running. High of 16, low of zero. (laughs) By next week, we're going to be in the high 30s. And gosh darn it, if that's not downright pleasant. That'll kick in probably around Sunday, right? That's when I'm going to pick up dog poop. Oh, when it thaws. By the way, can Mm. I tell a dog poop story? If you're eating breakfast, you might want to put it down for a second. It's not that gross. So many ways to lead a show. And each day we (laughs) test a new one, and I'm all for it. So what do we have? So I let Buddy out yesterday, and I'm like, all right, you go potty, go potty. He goes out. He's just romping around. I don't know what he's doing. For a second, I forgot about him. Sure. I just let him out the front door. He, yeah, doesn't, right. he doesn't go anywhere. He goes potty. They're, and they're easy to forget about outside. It's for so sure. so true. But he'll tap on the door if okay. I forget about him. Oh, how cute. I know. He'll just be like, let me in. Let me in. Hey, Bear. <laughs> hey, hey, Bear. Bear. Um, so he comes back, and I'm like, oh, my God, what does he have in his mouth? And I'm thinking it's a dead mouse. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, drop it. Drop it. <laughs> he drops it, and it's frozen poo. Sure. Why and then I was yeah. not bringing it? I don't know. And then I talked to a friend, and she said, my dog does that, too, but only in yeah. these bitter, bitter cold temperatures. I don't know if they feel like... They, they they feel something on their paw and then they start digging it up and they think it's they probably smell the poo and they go she needs to clean yeah. this. I up. don't think they smell anything. I mean it is frozen solid like a yeah. rock and there's no there's no smell nothing. But I'm like, what you know, is the fascination? Do they no think smell they to you. True. No smell to you. Dogs' noses are so powerful. Yeah, they're about a thousand times. That's right. And let's not forget, yeah. dogs are disgusting. They are. They probably very well know that it is crap, and they're like, that'll be fun to play with and or eat. My dog has cleaned up after himself multiple times. No, we're like, really? Oh, I don't yes. like that one It was thing. a whole chapter yeah. in the dog training book that I read. Don't it was about how to stop it. I don't like it either. I don't like it either, but they just, you know, especially when it's frozen, they're like, ah, Choco Taco, let's do this. And <laughs> you're not yeah. out there monitoring them every second, and so... I always think it's fascinating, not to get gross on it, but it is fascinating (laughs) that we, by and large, not everybody, but by and large, we welcome 
the kisses of dogs <laughs> on our face. Not yesterday, I didn't. I was like, get off me, you're gross. It's true. But it's I, I but you but he's licking you after he licks stuff that you haven't even seen you don't him even lick. No, it's true. You think the floor is clean? You think the bathroom floor? If he gets a lick there, I mean oh, these animals are you're right. You're right. patently disgusting, you're right. and yet we love them. My you're sister's right. dog would get the cat. No. The litter box, sure. and she would say, no Tootsie Rolls. Oh, oh God. She called them Tootsie. You They're cannot so have Tootsie Rolls. weird, and we let them in our houses, in our beds. I know. What were we thinking? I don't know. Hey, I have a question now that we're on uh, Dog Talk. Welcome in. It's Dog Talk. Don't forget, <laughs> listen to Katie K9 uh, Sunday afternoons from, is it 4 to 6? Is it 2 to 5? Eh, I think it's earlier. Listen to Katie K9 on Sundays. <laughs> yes. Go to mytalk1071.com or brand new website to see our full program lineup. Uh, we gave our dog a bath yesterday and goodness, the, the dog really great during the bath, just like sat there, very calm, has been getting progressively calmer each bath. Has anyone else experienced this? I, then we, the dog comes out of the bath. They're so happy. Dry the dog off. So happy. Starts to then rub the side of his body against walls. Now when he's right, when he's out of the shower or Mm. the bath and then proceeded to run faster than we've ever seen him run, jumping, leaping. I thought he could have jumped through a window. Because they're kidding. so happy. They're clean. I couldn't know. <laughs> These are the disgusting, poop-eating animals. They don't care that I they're know, clean. I know, so gross. They're it was a very weird encounter. Well, I'm so happy you have a dog. I was going to have a really great transition from poo into mm. monkey talk. Because they throw theirs. <laughs> Another animal that doesn't care about messing around with that. I started a new show on Disney+. Plus. I am so hooked. I love it. If you're an animal lover and you want to learn, there is a show called Meet the Chimps. And I think a listener suggested either that or the documentary that I think you watch, Steve. Chimpanzee. Okay, so I'm watching. This is a series. So it's a a docu-series, and it's about, I think it's produced by Nat Geo, and it's streaming on Disney+. Plus. Mm -hmm, Jane Lynch narrates it, and it basically, I liken this to a chimp version of The Real Housewives. Okay. No, I'm serious. I'm serious because... It's like Prairie Dog Manor. Oh, I I don't know about that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's... Well, it's, it's like all these personalities, yes, <laughs> and hierarchies, and that's also Nat Geo. Oh, you want to play this? Tra- me to play this trailer of Meet the Chimps? Yeah, you wanna, it's, it's just a little, a little teaser. It's just okay. a quickie. Hidden deep in the forest of Louisiana lies a paradise only few have ever seen. Meet the characters living in the world's biggest chimpanzee sanctuary: oddballs, rebels, mischief makers. Despite their differences, the banana doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> Meet the Chimps starts streaming Friday, October 16th, only on Disney+. Plus. I don't know how I missed this, but she does a great job. They're basically at this, this haven. It's chimp, uh, a chimp haven. It's uh, 200 acres, I think, of the sanctuary. And these, these chimps are coming from mostly from medical research facilities because they were used for experimentation. No. And so they're retired from that and there's been a whole influx of a lot of residents over the past few years because those experiments on chimps have been phased out in the US over the past 5 years thankfully. Thank God. 
So, I mean, it's crazy, you guys. There's, I already have my favorites, Midge and Sparky. <laughs> Midge, of course. Midge. And Midge is a boy, and he's just really? delightful. And he, his friend died, and so they're trying to match him up with a new friend. Um, so, th- and she lost a friend too. So she, so, so this could be something. No, I think they could, they could create a little monkey family. Together. Well, it's funny because there are a couple of young monkeys. There's Carly and she's adorable. She's just a tiny little thing, mm-hmm. but I don't, they don't breed them there. I think she was an oopsie doopsie. Mm. She was an accident. Oh, a happy oh. accident. But anyway, it's completely delightful. I don't know why it's rated. I think it's rated TVPG. But I I really do think that kids can watch this. There's nothing. I have not. I'm three episodes in and I have not seen anything inappropriate for children. I would, I would bet kids could watch it. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, it's so educational. That's great. I mean, they're so, I mean, so close to our DNA. Yeah. I think we're like, we share like 98% or 97%, something like that. It's just a really interesting way to see how they exist in their own societies and their right. own communies. It's great. Donna, this is really great. And we just finished Chimpanzee this morning, the the long form documentary on Disney+. Plus. It's a bit more dramatic. There's a lot of playful stuff, but it's ultimately about these two rival monkey gangs we got that going on in this one too okay yeah, there's there's some yeah there's some minor violence yeah and, but and then at the end there there was the team that won they hugged each other yes i thought that's really cool steve you and the kids should watch this if you liked that yeah i think i think we will I'll tell them about it. i just can't believe that the human beings who are there in the jungle in the documentary chimpanzee don't get killed they're there mm-hmm. while these monkeys are fiercely battling each other wow. i don't know how they don't get attacked but it seems like a very brave endeavor on behalf of the filmmakers so chimpanzee the documentary meet the chimps both available on disney plus when we return we've got a grab bag of things that make you go Huh? You know how people say like a close encounter of the third kind? Yes. Do you know what a close encounter of the first kind is? How about a close encounter of the seventh kind? Hmm. There are different degrees and it means very different things about hmm, what you encountered. We'll get into that and other dumb things that you'll be happy you learn when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast. Oh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body. Yes. uh, Uh, Boxers and briefs for men, that's true, but women love wearing them, too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt, like continuously Cool. So here's what's happening with all of that. It's the fabric. They use super soft bamboo fabric. We're part pandas now. So you can keep the boys cool and dry. It's softer than cotton, I'm telling you. And if you're really active, helps fight odors as well. Yep. It is game-changing. Covered, Donna, this is real life. It's I soft, know, it's I'm cool, sorry. you'll love them. And hey, ladies. Ladies. Try them for yourself or get some for your guy. There's perks for both of you. Check them out at chillboys.com. Chillboys.com. Truly an amazing product from a great local company right here in Minnesota. Chill Boys. Comfort where it counts. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. (sighs) 
This is something I didn't know that was out there. Apparently, it, it, it is. There's a scale for close encounters. Like, do you know what a close encounter of the third kind is? Um, Martians. Be a little more specific. I like where your head's at. Oh, you're right. More specific than Martians? Well, you're just saying you Martian. Them? Okay, yes. Yeah. So that would be seeing an alien. A close encounter of the first kind would be, would be seeing be, a spaceship. Yes. Oh, this is fun. A four, uh, excuse me, a close encounter of the fourth kind mm. is uh, seeing a light in the sky. Close, but think we're going up. You Being saw a UFO first. Up into a spaceship. Dawn. Dawn. Being probed. What about Dawn is ooh, right. The fourth, that be the first kind? I'm right. Dawn is right. The fourth is being abducted by aliens. What's second? You skipped over that. They didn't offer it. Oh, They've given on. me first. They've given me third, fourth, and seventh. Okay. So wait, why? I, I would think that first would be the closest encounter that you can have. I would consider the fourth no. the first. Because if this, they're This is around. like... Well, the probe is the seventh, by yet. the way. That's having sex, with an, having sex with sex? an alien. Ah, is wait. the seventh. Who said anything about sex? <laughs> well, you said probing. I didn't know if you were be- beating around the bush. Oh, no, I just think that they're like poking you with stuff. Well, sticks. <laughs> um, Needles. No. no. It's, this is the opposite of, you know, burns get worse as they get higher in degree. Oh, So like it. first, second, third. So th- this follows that. Whereas DEFCON, if you say we're at DEFCON 5, that's actually the 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 better level of DEFCON. DEFCON one uh, is all hands on deck. We've got a major why emergency. Can't we just have a universal mm. degree. Wow, what a question! This early in the show, I don't know, Donna. Okay, sorry, I blew up. Close encounters of the second kind yeah, are um, evidence left by terrestrial activity, physical oh. traces of an object or craft. This is finding a hubcap in a mm-hmm. cornfield. Or uh, some type of a, maybe something implanted into your skin. Some people find little microchips that are Do you know in there. that I just started believing in aliens? Like literally within the past year and a half. I what thought, was it that, changed? That, that changed your mind? I don't know. I just started, well, I think I watched a, a documentary or a... Um, um, unsolved mysteries. mysteries. Yes, uh, I watched one. Uh, and I'm the, like, yeah, the ale people, the sightings. Yeah. And I'm like, how can so many people who don't know one another have the exact same story? Mm. It, that is an amazing. Uh, that was my favorite. That was mystery great. of this last season. That was really great because so many people were calling in and reporting it from different places. These are people who've never crossed paths before. It just, mm. how do you feel, Steve? I don't know. I don't think I'm decided firmly one way or another. I'm not a staunch non-believer, nor am I a staunch supporter of alien life. But I, I would I would not be surprised at all. I'm certainly open, open mm. to alien life form. I mean, start studying. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Being the galaxy, it's so fascinating. Now the human I, I experience kind of... is just incredible and in what people believe they have seen and experienced. It almost makes me want to start getting into Star Wars. Come on, Donna. I know, I know, I know. Like, we could be having a drink with a guy with, like, a a snout like an elephant and, like, scales on his back. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, right? Let's do it. Let's go to the cantina. Yes. I don't know what she just described. Let's go to the state fair. Okay, sorry. I don't even know what I mean by that. I don't even know what I mean. Oh, jeez. Hey, let's talk about paint. Okay. We've all painted walls in our homes before, right? Just two weeks ago. How much paint do you think it would take to paint the Eiffel Tower? Oh. Now, you can choose one of two things. You can say the total weight, or you could say, if you're not great with that scale, I bet it would weigh as much as... Uh, I'm just going to say 700 gallons. 700 gallons of paint. And usually for a wall, it's a one-gallon sort of situation. If you have to do multiple coats, you could probably, now you could stretch a gallon out to a few different walls. Yeah, for sure. S- I am. 60 tons of paint, mm. not 700 gallons. You were off by almost all of this number. <laughs> this is the weight of 10 elephants. Mm. Huh. To How cover the Eiffel take Tower. To do it? It's not like you can just take a big power washer thing and... I know. You need multiple people. Are you blue taping the rest of Paris? (laughs) I really enjoy painting. Not me. Mm -mm. Okay. I have stories. You have no idea. I bet you've screwed up some stuff. So have I. Anyone with a paintbrush. I've. Here's the key. Yes. Don't keep a gallon of paint in your house. Like when you buy it, try to use it within the month. Don't let it sit there for, I don't know, three months and then try to stir it and use it because it's going to look like crap. Yeah, it doesn't Pip, always match. Bring it. Oh, I've done that for more than three months. Gosh, we found a, same, a similar paint color to a house that we moved into that was there, I don't know, six years before. Stir it up. Stir, stir, stir. Yeah, yeah. Here's, a, here's the tip. Bring it to the hardware store and ask them to shake it up professionally. They'll do it for free. Oh, yeah, cool. what a great tip. Thank, Thank you. you Donna. You're welcome, Bonus guys. Tip. You're I'm a doer and a giver. Uh, let's see. Right, just here. a giver. <laughs> really a doer. <laughs> uh, there's a ratio of cookie to cream in the original Oreo, mm-hmm. and it is 71% cookie, 29% cream. Yes, that's the perfect way. You don't like double stuff? No. Do you think double stuff truly doubles? Does it go to 58%? Cream and 42% cookie? I don't know. Those cookies are crap. Uh, I'm not they're a big the fan best. Of oh, Dawn, they're you're so a baker. Good. I want to learn how to make the cookie part at mm. home. I'm going to Google that in the commercial break. <laughs> Dawn, Dawn, you could learn how to make a better Oreos? cookie than that. Yeah. 
Hmm. How about like, what if you made an upscaled version of the Oreo? Yeah, that's what you a better I just Oreo made macaron. Rones oh yeah, this I don't weekend. know. Oh, bring some of those in. Okay, I'll make some more. Bradley oh, wants I don't some make more. too. I just want to taste one. Oh my gosh, there's it was amazing. That's awesome. Donna, I'm going to smoke brisket, I think, this weekend. Do you want to come Bring over for in. some brisket? Steve, I'm really worried about your health. <laughs> going to get gout. You are smoking gout. too many meats. <laughs> there are carcinogens that develop in those. And they're getting into you, your body. What's gotten into you has gotten into me. Oh, oh close encounter of the seventh kind. Yep. Hey, Guys, hey. when we come back, you are not going to believe the health scares that Demi Lovato went through when she had that overdose. Her uh, new documentary is coming out, and I'll tell you a few things that we learned from it coming up next on My Talk. Hey, good morning, and welcome back to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Ooh. Did you guys talk about this Demi Lovato story on the morning show we today? We did not get to it. No, oh my gosh. No. I saw this yesterday and I went, what? What is this? Demi Lovato suffered a heart attack and three strokes. Oh my gosh. And I went, she's a young lady. How? Uh, that's what drugs can do. Mm. Um, there is a new documentary coming out. I believe it is March 6th. So we have to wait a little bit. It's coming to YouTube. It is called Dancing with the Devil. And we'll play a little bit of the trailer. March twenty third. Oh my bad. Thank you. Um there you'll hear different voices in in this trailer. First it'll be Demi Lovato speaking. And then they start talking to some of her friends or family members or band members. Um, you'll hear them after you hear Demi Lovato in the uh, initial uh, open to this trailer. Here we go. Hello, I'm Demi Lovato. It's just a little red wine. I'll be fine. I've had so much to say over the past two years, wanting to set the record straight about what it was that happened. FYI, I'm just going to say it all, and then if we like don't want to use any of it, we can take it out. TMZ reports that the singer was rushed to the hospital unconscious. Law enforcement is stating that she overdosed. She should be dead. You don't want the true story from me. <laughs> I can't believe y'all are doing this. So you just want to know everything. Anytime that you suppress a part of yourself, it's going to overflow. When you're young and you're famous, my god it's tough it was hammered into her head you have to be this icon mental health is something that we all need to talk about i don't even know why i'm sober anymore i was dancing with the devil out of control hey be careful okay I felt like I needed to tell you that I'm always careful. Demi's good at making you believe that she's okay. Demi is very good at hiding what she needs to hide. I crossed a line that I had never crossed. Are we talking about heroin? Are we doing that? This was the best show you have ever done. It's just only going to get better from here. Yeah. That's a month before she owed me. I've snapped. Is she alive? People are gasping. Her oxygen levels are dangerously low. I said, what do you mean she's going to make it? We're watching all of her blood come out of her body into a machine. She was like, I can't, I can't see, I can't see anything. I had three strokes. I had a heart attack. 
My doctors said that I had five to ten more minutes. Now, more than ever, she's taken hold of that power. I'm rebirthing. I'm starting over. I'm engaged. I've really struggled with this. Are you entirely sober now? I've had a lot of lives. Like, my cat, you know, I'm on my ninth life. I'm ready to get back to doing what I love, which is making music. I'm not living my life for other people, or their headlines, or their Twitter comments. Wow. Doesn't that sound intense? Well, yeah. that's the that's the way to do it, I guess. If you're going to do it, do it, right? Do it in your own, yes, so you but, control. Well, no, not just that. I mean, if she is, in fact, living up to those sound bites that we hear, are mm-hmm. we just going to do that? Should we just say everything? That's a that's a way to do it of just let's expose all the crap. Yeah. All the crap that I got caught up in and whatever else, or whatever other crap you want to do it because that takes the power away and that big scary thing mm-hmm. becomes a little less big and a little less scary. Uh, that's interesting. That's interesting. And you know what? And it's three parts, I think. Yeah. It's, three or uh, four. Three or four part. It's... When you watch that trailer... And they have, they have some really good editing there, too. You know, are you sober now? And she just slowly looks up with a long blink, and then it goes right to the next thing without mm-hmm. her answer. I don't know what her answer is, but regardless, doesn't that seem like she has a long road ahead of her if, in fact, she stays in the entertaining business, which it seems she is going to? That feels like that would be such a scary temptation mm-hmm. that would remain, and it would take... It would take willpower for anyone who's dealt with drug addiction. You know the amount of willpower that is involved, not to mention all the other sorts of powers that you need on your side to get through that. Mm-hmm. But if night after night, it's it's a lights, camera, action, thousands of people thing, and I, it's right there. I almost feel like she has to stay off the road. I feel like she can remain a recording artist and do you know, the Grammy Awards and those types of things. I just... If I were her, I would do what Bieber did. Just stay off the road for a while. Continue to make music. She is unbelievably talented. Mm -hmm. And just keep surround yourself with your family and people that are there to help you, not to enable you. Yeah, that's really sad. That's a lot. That's a lot. I hope it helps people. Me you know, too. I really do because uh, you know, think about people that normal people, normal non celebrities, mm-hmm. usually it bottoms out because there's there's no more money to buy drugs. And right, that's where they hit sure. rock bottom and they start they end stealing up doing things, and stealing yes. things, of selling their body, whatever. Right. We've all watched intervention, but yep. whenever the there is no really, you're not going to run out of money as a celebrity. That's got to be scary too, right? Yeah, remember- she can't even drive a car now. She said, "No, she said this in a separate interview, but can't even drive a car today because of blind spots in her vision." You heard them saying mm, she felt like she see. couldn't see anything, mm-hmm. and she still deals with that. Still has lasting um, brain damage, which she uh, has mentioned in a separate interview as well. Golly, so poor said, girl. But went remember it. when she was? I know she was doing this for a while, and she did it when she was here at the state fair. She was holding these um, pre-concert seminars on mental health. Mm-hmm. Oh. While she was on tour, and I think that was great, and that could be something that's helpful, not just for herself, but for other people who maybe are struggling in the same way. Yeah. Yeah, so that, uh, 
Again, it's coming out on the 23rd. That was the voice of Elton John that you heard at one point when he Mm. talked about being young and famous. Yes. is so difficult. I learned from the clip that she was on Barney. Yes. The Barney show. That's right. She was a kid. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Now I'm looking up Barney. Barbie. uh, Wow. Barney. Barney. Demi Don't make Lovato. us sing it. We will. Here we go, loop de loop. Yeah, she was very young. She was. And Selena Gomez. I'm pulling up a Barney and Friends, Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez clip. I knew that yeah. Selena oh Gomez was gosh. on. I didn't know. It's crazy. Dude, well, that show was popping. And then oh, may I. May I segue into Britney Spears? Speaking of child stars mm-hmm. um, with struggles. Has anyone looked at her Instagram page lately? Mm-hmm. No. I don't follow her, but I did some point last week just out of curiosity yeah, as we were week. talking about her. It's just super weird. It's super it, weird. Yeah. I mean, it's all weird. Like, almost every post seems like there's, like, her fans, I think, are believing that she's trying to tell them something in code. So her latest post is a Scrabble board. And it says, can you find a word that isn't actually a word? Sometimes it's fun to make ones up. And then she puts emojis and exclamation points. And she's, it's, it's bizarre. Yeah, the more She's got words that don't mean anything. There's a word. I don't know what the, if this is a word. S O D E L N. She's got S O D E L N. Yeah. There's Am God. A M G O D. Yeah. Ropov. P M A L. But mixed in with other real words. Somebody commented, not me looking at this like it's a hidden clue from National Treasure <laughs> that has 31,000 likes. Can I play one for us? This was uh, this is a bizarre one from last week. This is her talking about the Super Bowl. What we've all been waiting for last week. The Super Bowl. I was so excited, but honestly, I was rooting for Kansas City, but I was also rooting for the other team, so it was a little confusing for me. I love sharing. That's it. Okay, um, and she sounds so childlike, which isn't entirely surprising because sometimes yeah. when you suffer a trauma, mm-hmm. you you know what I mean. You stop. That's and she's always had you. that that baby you know, voice, baby voice. Yeah. Oops, I did it again. Voice. Um, yeah. I don't know. Something's something's well, amiss. I did read an article from uh, a, a conservator attorney, a top one in L.A., talking about what framing Britney didn't address which is why she still has to be in the conservatorship. So Yeah, they never uh, sure. really they tell you. They, they don't s- tell you and <clears throat> her and they also pointed out that they have never asked to leave it because you can request to not have yes. it anymore and her attorneys have and she has never requested that right. at this time. She's just asking that her father is not a part of it. Right, but they yeah. have never petitioned to not have a conservator I feel like I read something similar and it has to do with some kind of process that you have to go through legally and that they weren't 
you need need to go through step A to get through step B, and it's all this red tape. Well, yes, and they also said that maybe what they're doing is preparing for that by getting him out first, because right. then they don't have to litigate with Jamie Spears. Once they re- completely remove him, then they will request in the future to not have the conservatorship. Right. Yeah, it's it's strange. Like, they never release that information. Like, what is it about her that is keeping her under this conservatorship. So there must be something because every time she comes out of a courtroom, you get the statement from the judge that says, clearly Mr. Spears has his daughter's best interest and loves her very much. Mm -hmm. What is the other side doing wrong? Hmm. Right. Well, now it's the Bessemer Trust Group who is co-conservator with him. So that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think her mom might need to get involved. Anyway, I gotta go. Uh, no, 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 Donna. It's no, only I'll nine stay. Yeah, yeah, we're I'll on stay for noon. a couple hours. Don't Great. worry about it. <laughs> um, when we come back, if you see something, say something. Oh, Dawn, you saw something really sweet. Oh, it's a dog story. A military dog is reunited with their handler after uh, 18 months. Oh, I love these stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to that and a couple others we'll try to sneak into coming up next on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment, and this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? If you see something, then you Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. We'll start with a real feel-good story. All right. From Dawn McClain. All right. So this woman who was a Marine, or she actually still is a Marine, she, uh, part of her job in the military was to train a dog, a part of her duties, uh, and this dog was being trained for narcotics detection, safety sweeps, and vehicle searches. Oh, cool. All right. And uh, this looks like, it looks like a German Shepherd mix, which as we know, German Shepherds are great police dogs, and they take orders well. uh, Very smart, yes. Um, So they were partners for 15 months, and they had this bond, of course, and uh, then she was re-sta- reassigned to Hawaii, which for most people is like, wow, that is a really great place. Right? It's like, oh my gosh, what a great thing. But she was pretty heartbroken because she, for her new assignment, they would not let her take this canine companion. Oh. Uh, this is Sergeant Cardone is her name. And so she went to she went to Hawaii and then... She found out in June of last year that Bogey, the dog, was going to be medically retired due to a neck injury. Oh, but So she instantly knew that she wanted to give this dog a forever home. So she contacted American Humane. And what they do is they are they're the country's first and largest humane organization. And they actually help. They have a military program. And they reunite dogs with soldiers. Oh, my gosh. So sweet. So they not only do they pay for it's a complicated process. There's a lot of red tape, uh, transporting an animal internationally. They cover all the costs for that. And then they will transport the dog to wherever they are. And they also care for they pay for any future veterinary care as well. 
So on February Damn. 16th, she got her dog back. So she waited 18 Whoa. months for this dog to arrive. Bogey became a permanent part of her life. Is Two her- days of travel from Japan to Hawaii. Holy cow. This dog did. And she met up with him at um, this beautiful hotel in Honolulu. Is there mm-hmm. video? I don't see. I only see pictures, pictures. but the pictures it's are pretty great, cute. It really is. The video would throw you off course for the rest you of the day. Uh, you're right. right. I Actually. do. Whenever I see those videos, yeah. I cry harder than when I see a dad show up at his kid's school classroom, you know, uh-huh. returning. Oh, gosh. Uh, it's just so sweet, though. There's one of him, like, standing up. Uh, and then there's one of him on her lap, and the dog looks so freaking happy. It does. She it, greeted him with lays, you know, Hawaiian lays and treats. Oh, uh, you could tell the dog is like smiling. Oh my it's gosh, very sweet. I bet on the we- organization's website, American Humane. Yep, I bet there's and there's there. a link within the link. Mm-hmm. So I linked up the story. Cute. And inside the story, though, there is a link to their website, so you can visit that. To learn more about American Humane. That's awesome. Yes. Steve. What? Can I go next? Absolutely, Donna. Ladies first. So, you know how there's, um, you know, there's, to get your COVID vaccination, you have to fall under a certain category mm-hmm. in the community. Right. You know, 65 plus, uh, you know, frontline workers, teachers, all of that. Well... This guy, healthy guy, Hmm. he gets a notification that he is eligible to get his COVID vaccine. And he's like, how is that even possible? So he calls. (laughs) I think we actually have him telling the story as to what happened. It's pretty funny. So yesterday I got a text to be offered my first vaccine against COVID, uh, which I thought was a bit weird. So I checked in with the doctors and they said, in fact, I was in group six priority list because of my excess weight, which was a bit of a blow. Um, anyway, the GP then rang back this morning after I'd questioned this and said, said it was in fact a mistake. Told me that rather than six foot two, they had me down as 6.2 centimeters in height, <laughs> which combined with my current weight would give me a body mass index of 28,000. Oh, that's great. Come on. I mean, oh my God, where did that person go to medical school? Where they're just like, okay. He's tired, you know? Yeah, probably. Skip a decimal or something, and oh, my bad. That totally cracked me up. I was like, (laughs) what are you, a fairy? Right? A tiny little thing. It would be so small. It's like Horton hears a who. (laughs) Anyone here with the Smurf family who can come in now? It's an awfully big syringe. Oh, jeez. All right. Now, Rick Astley. Rick Astley trending on Twitter again, alive and well, by the way. Not dead, so let's start with that. Looks good, too. Really good. Youthful. That's just me. Well, yeah, he looks good current day. The reason that Rick Astley is trending today is because, well, somebody's tweet says it the best. Zach Heltzel tweets, Somebody remastered the Rick Astley video, never going to give you up, in 60 frames per second and 4K, and I am deeply, deeply upset. 
So it is just the original music video of Rick Astley, but instead of the technology that was available in the 80s, oh. this person remastered it. So it's in 60 frames per second, which already makes things look a little more realistic and clear. And it's in crystal clear 4K. And it's just, it is. There is something, je ne sais quoi, how do you say, I don't Unsettling quite know what to about express. about the realness of it. There is. It's like when you, it's like if Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up, the classic Rick Roll song, was a shot as a soap opera. Yes. It looks like that sort of. Yeah, lighting and all that. All yeah. that quality. And the clarity. It's like video. Like. They tried to do this with TVs. Do you remember? You don't see it as much anymore. But maybe five, ten years ago, you would walk into a store. And this is when you heard some people saying, oh, I don't like HD. When I see it, it's just too real. Yeah. That was this thing called progressive scan, as best I understand it. Which is where, in a movie strategically they shoot some things in focus some things are out of focus just like a pretty picture that you see mm-hmm. on an, a dslr camera yep. somebody's in focus in front and everything's mm-hmm. sort of beautifully blurred in the background so they draw your eye to something but this progressive scan was offered on tvs and you had to turn the setting off if you didn't want it right. but it made everything in focus at all times and so it it actually made it look a whole lot cheaper and yeah. like, ugh. so when people said, oh, I don't like HD, it wasn't the HD that they didn't like. They didn't like progressive scan where everything was in focus. HD is lovely. But that's the vibe that I'm getting here with this Rick Astley video. You just feel like you could reach out and touch him. It is weird. It yeah. makes, you know, he's no longer just like a figure, yes. of our, a figment of our imagination, something that happened way back when. It's like he he lived. Right. He lived. <laughs> He lived. lived. He was a real person. He's a real boy. And it feels like this is what it would have looked like if you were on set there the day that they shot Never Gonna Give You Up. This is what it would have looked like with your human eye. Maybe that's what I would describe it as. It's like the human eye. Because we see everything just as it is. And, you know, you see a picture of an evening that you were at, and you're like, well, we didn't all look that good. Right, right, That's right, the right. picture. That's because we're seeing everything through the human eye. That's what this Rick Astley video is. So, Some of the comments are pretty funny. Very funny. I uh, link this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. So good at technology. Oh, thanks, Dave. Okay. Bye, Dawn. Thank Bye. you. Bye, Dawn. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Will we see you tomorrow? You'll see me tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> all right. We'll be back with some music news. Uh, stick around and a dirt alert also from Grant coming up next.